Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormones podcast. I have a few IT things going on. I don't really, sometimes I don't really know, like I'm kind of just winging this most of the time. It's this funny, what's the word, conundrum thing where you think you're a nutritionist, right? And you actually spend half your time figuring out IT, Canva, what colors match, branding, what font to use when, what picture looks pretty here, how to record a reel, why to record a reel, do I need to dance to music, I like dancing to music but I don't like doing it in front of the camera and pointing at imaginary words. Anyway, that's my rant of being a small business owner plus everything else that (laughs) comes with it, financing and budgets and websites and marketing and all those fun things. I love what I do and I love being a small business owner and I wouldn't trade it for the world. But sometimes you get so caught up because you have to be, and so many of you can relate to this, um, working in the industry is like being a jack of all trades, you know, like sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing with this old podcast thing, but hey, it's going up every week and it's recorded and it's live and it's happening. Um, so yes, that was my rant, but I can see it's recording now. So hopefully this is a win because there's nothing worse than this in the early days. This guy's going to laugh at me. Uh, this in the early days where I had recorded thought I had recorded episodes with people and I hadn't hit record on Zoom because uh, Zoom doesn't automatically record. When I do a solo episode, I use a recording program and when I'm interviewing someone, I use Zoom. So then you actually have to actually press record. And now in all my uh, guest podcast notes, I always have right at the top, hit record, Sheridan, because there's nothing worse than getting to the end and being like, I'm so sorry, but we're going to have to do that again because I didn't record it, man. I felt like a twit. Anyway, I learned my lesson the hard way. Moving on, moving on. Today, I want to chat about stress, okay? Let's talk about stress, baby, because it's such a common topic and it's something that I deal with really, what's the word? Like, yeah, really commonly, really often, oftenly is not a word, really often, a lot of the time, let me get my words together, a lot of the time I see stress present in clients, in the women that I'm working with in the root cause program, but we're not identifying it as stress. We're seeing it as heavy, painful periods, fatigue, weight gain, gut issues, all that stuff but we're not going stress is is the main cause here, right? Like we're looking at all these symptoms that come with stress as the underlying cause. If you could have your stress completely under control, and by that I mean your emotions, the way you react to things, the way you handle um, ups and downs in life, uh, the food you put in your body, the exercise load you have, all those things which generate 
a response from your body if you could manage all that perfectly you wouldn't have these underlying or these other issues okay so there's periods and these bits and pieces that are falling out of whack because we're not keeping things in this nice homeostasis so I want to chat a little bit just about stress support and how it does actually impact your beautiful adrenal glands, okay? Because that's the common issue that we're seeing is I'll see a comprehensive Dutch report, which is a urine sample, or sometimes we run saliva testing, or sometimes we'll see it in your blood testing uh, when you get DHEA tested, uh, and you'll see that elevated. Now, I am prone to this. I'm one of the biggest stresses in the world. I have worked very hard on that and I am constantly working on that. But as soon as my stress increases, whether it's work, whether it's family, whether it's finances, whether it's um, gut issues, something going on, blood sugar goes out of balance, I'll get acne, my periods will go AWOL. So I'm super, super sensitive to stress. And this is not uncommon. Like I see this like I see myself reflected in my clients on a daily basis, which is a really interesting thing because I can stand there and say to them, well, do you know what's driving this? And then they're like, yes. And then I'm thinking, yeah, I know too, because that is me. Um, and we also get these underlying immune conditions then, like I struggle with some immune dysfunctions now, or we get PCOS, we get sort of these imbalances within our body. But we also tend to see, yeah, this high cortisol or this really, really low cortisol picture, which is your primary stress hormone. Um, but before I jump into that, I just want to chat to you guys briefly about the root cause program and just how if you feel like you do have these ongoing issues that you are struggling to get to the root cause of, it is a really good idea to run some proper testing, okay? And next week, the episode that's going up is on functional blood testing because I get a lot of questions around blood testing what testing you should run and what does the functional ranges mean and because often i'll say to women well have you had this tested properly and they're like well i don't know when and what and how so it just it throws everything out of balance then okay and so often we run these blood tests and we still don't have the answers and we are more and more frustrated so a root cause approach is a good way to go and it just means you're getting to the underlying issue of what's going on and you're starting to to support those aspects of your health so that you see these long-term changes rather than looking for a quick fix. Um, as tempting as that can be, because I definitely have been one who at times gone, I just want to go on Roaccutane or I just want to go on Metformin or I just want to go on something to get my symptoms under control. And there's nothing wrong with that, but we just want to be mindful that these are quick fixes. So it's okay if we need to use them from time to time with a holistic approach, but your bottom line is that you still need to work on the root dysfunction or what's causing you to reach for these medications. So stress is the word that we do love to throw around. I'm stressed, you're stressed, we're all stressed, okay? So we do we do acknowledge that we are a go, go, go society and we're juggling a lot of things and it's kids and it's finances and it's family and it's relationships um, it's work, it's our career, like there is a lot of pressure and that does ultimately impact your health. And there are things that we do, I use the word purposely to drive this up, you know, like caffeine, we all know that, you know, drives up our stress response and that can be a healthy stress response, but it still impacts us. And it's the same with exercise. We know that drives up a stress-based response. And again, 
that can be a healthy stressor but if you've already got three or four other things that are adding to your overall stress load this is just going to make it worse so like I said sometimes it's um, self-inflicted and other times you know horrible things and accidents and deaths of family and financial situations that we have no control over and job loss and those things are not always within our control and we still need to find ways to adapt to them whether it's you know our control our fault or not so I don't, I don't think I have a single client who doesn't have some level of stress in their lives, okay? And it is the biggest driver of heavy painful periods, of acne, of SIBO, of skin rashes, of weight gain, of, you know, bloating, constipation, loose stool. So it, it is the biggest driver of that and it is the hardest thing to treat. And at the end of the day, you cannot out-supplement stress. And I know I've said that before, but I'm a walking, living example of that. I have, you know, 10 plus years of supplement and exercise and you know self-help history yet I get stressed for a month or two and things will go completely AWOL no matter what herbs I'm throwing at it they support us and they help us adapt and they help us heal and they do all those things but they won't out supplement it you can't just continue on with your stressful lifestyle and throw herbs at it and expect your body to be okay because then you do end up in this what we call adrenal fatigue or a more correct word is adrenal insufficiency. So this is when you have these overworked adrenal glands and underproduction of the hormones that you need. So this gives you that daily fatigue, your reliance on caffeine or sugar or addiction to exercise or things to try and make you feel good and to stimulate you again because your body's just gone no I'm not doing this anymore. You've done this to me for three, four, five, six, seven, ten years, whatever it is, till your body hits that breaking point and goes, you need to calm things down because I'm shutting off your cortisol production because I'm so tired. I'm just so tired and I'm so done, all right? So stepping back, the primary role of that adrenal gland is to produce and to regulate your stress hormone cortisol, okay? Let me have a drink of my uh, nice, very soothing, calming herbal tea. So your adrenal glands also produce your produce small amounts of your sex hormones. So estrogen and progesterone, we know that um, your, uh, where's my brain going? We know that your uterus also does that as well. So we know that it's not only an adrenal production, but you have um, two areas to produce it from and also neurotransmitters. So adrenaline, epinephrine, norepinephrine, dopamine. So those things all come from your adrenal glands. And, you know, for a classic example, if I see someone's dopamine, which is your motivator, your driver, you go, go, go. If I see that really low on a Dutch comprehensive hormone test, then I know there's an issue with the adrenal glands. And I know that being in that burnt out state is impacting your ability to feel good and your ability to be motivated and get off of the couch and go for a run and play with the kids and have sex and be involved and be engaged and just all those general day-to-day things. So these hormones and neurotransmitters actually also regulate your metabolism, okay? And they communicate with organs like your brain, your kidneys, and your reproductive system. That was the word I was looking for earlier. It wasn't uterus. I'm talking about reproductive system as a whole. Okay, so however, we know that chronic stress can suppress your adrenal glands and cause them to release 
insufficient amounts of these hormones. So if your adrenal glands are not producing enough cortisol or sex hormones or neurotransmitters, you are going to feel awful. So you are going to feel in that adrenal fatigued state. Now you think about your lifestyle, your work hours, your sleep, your stimulants, the things you put in your body, they all affect you emotionally, they affect you mentally, physically, spiritually, okay? So we start seeing side effects of this busy lifestyle and of this underproduction of cortisol. So we might reach for more stimulants, we might have a poorer diet, or we notice we're not sleeping as well. So causes of stress vary from person to person. Now, you know, some people have emotional trauma, some people overtrain or not have enough rest days. Sometimes we're just too serious and we work too much and we don't have enough fun and we don't have enough excitement and enough creativity and enough color and enough music and enough dancing and enough joy and enough things that generally make you happy and switch you out of what we call that masculine energy and more into your feminine energy. So not saying that having masculine energy is a bad thing, not at all. It's good. It means you get stuff done and you're there for people when you're motivated and you're, you know, you might train really hard or you might be a super mom who does everything or you might be, you know, girl boss at work, whatever it is that definitely plays a really important role, but you need to balance that out because you cannot constantly be in a driven state. You also need to have that downtime and for everyone that that looks different. So I'm not talking about just watching Netflix for an hour on the weekend or having a day of binging on the couch. That is not to me downtime or restorative for your adrenal glands because you're still stimulating it with that blue light and that technology but it needs to be nature and needs to be uh, creative it needs to be color it needs to be drawing it needs to be reading it needs to be meditating or belly breaths or something else okay that's not in a drive state but it's not throwing constant stimulus at you because then long term we see this impact on your thyroid glands okay because we know there's a link between your thyroid and your um, metabolism and some of the amazing women that I recommend you to follow if you don't is people like Libby Westcombe or Kitty Bloomfield who really dive into this stuff Kate Deering's another one and chat about that impact um, on your metabolism and Things like weight gain and things, you know, like building muscle and stuff are all really relevant to your thyroid function, but you can't just blame your thyroid because ultimately if your thyroid's unhappy, it's best friends with your adrenal glands. Your adrenal glands are probably unhappy. Your sex hormones are probably unhappy. Your gut's probably unhappy. You're probably not absorbing the nutrients you need or getting the nutrients you need and you have this sort of... (laughs) ongoing cycle which becomes a real issue okay we know that stress hormones impact the enzymes that convert t4 to t3 so your free t3 which often your gp doesn't test is the active form of hormone so i like to think that as your your gas you go your fuel okay whereas your reverse t3 is the inactive form of the hormone so that's your breaks so when stress is high we convert more of our t3 into reverse t3 so we're trying to put on the brakes 
rather than free T3, okay? So you reverse T3, puts on the brakes of all your metabolic processes, slowing them down and giving you an overall slow thyroid because your body's trying to slow down your system, okay? You slow down your metabolism, well, you start to put on weight, you're not absorbing nutrients, your digestive process is slow, all that stuff starts to happen and you start to feel more and more awful. So you need to put your body back into that balanced state where your body goes, hey, it's okay. We're, yeah, we're going through stress because we're going for a run, but then we're self-regulating and we're sorting stuff out and we're also having downtime. So we can handle these bits of stress. It's not a constant stressor. And that's the issue in today's society is that we're not switching off. We're just constantly under this low-grade stress. So what you guys really want to know is, okay, Sheridan, I am a bit stressed. How do I support this? So from a dietary point of view, I love obviously quality protein in the diet. So getting enough animal proteins is a game changer as well because it's got so many of those nutrients you need, those Bs, those zinc, those iron, those minerals that you need for your thyroid health and for your adrenal health, okay? also supports that liver and that detoxing of some of those stress hormones. Like if your estrogen's been raised because you're under stress, well, then we also need to be able to uh, detox that effectively out of the body. The other things that I love is your quality fats in the diet. So from, you know, eggs, full fat dairy, animal meats, um, quality olive oil, butter is a big one, that vitamin A. So getting that in the diet Complex carbs, so your root vegetables I love. I love rice cooked in bone broth. I love potatoes. I love starchy, um, yeah, starchy things like your potatoes, sweet potato, your bananas. So getting those good carbs in, bit of honey, bit of organic marmalade. Just give yourself some carbohydrates as well so that you're giving your thyroid some energy, okay? Balance it out with your protein, of course. Don't spike your blood sugars. But just have a bit of carbs at each meal when you're having that protein and those fats. Uh, lots of magnesium and lots of Bs, okay? So you can supplement with a quality supplement if need be to get that magnesium up there. So some glycinate um, is a really good form as well. But you can get it from diet. B vitamins are the same. Seafood, chicken, eggs. Um, I love nutritional yeast is a good form. Avoiding your stimulants is a big one. And then adding in balancing drinks like um, your Tulsi tea. So that's your holy basil tea. I love that one for calming things down. Valerian works really well on the nervous system. So as a herb or um, as a tea. And obviously <laughs> the adrenal cocktail, which you guys will love. So including that is really, really important as well. Um, I do have podcasts on the adrenal cocktail or some posts or a reel on that as well. Or DM me if you can't find that, but you could just Google adrenal cocktail as well. Um, and then what I want to chat about is just some supplements that can support stress and fatigue. So magnesium is a really, really big one, like I said, um, to just calm that sympathetic nervous system and support energy production. A active B complex um, tryptophan. So especially if you struggle with um, depression or insomnia, that can be really helpful. Vitamin C is really, really important. Um, it helps reduce that adrenaline and that cortisol production. 
tyrosine. So if you have an underactive thyroid or low dopamine, it can be stimulating. So do be really careful and chat to your healthcare provider, obviously. So your naturopath or nutritionist or functional GP or whoever you're working with before you add these in. Glutamine and zinc are both important for that GABA production, which is going to help with that whole healthy stress response. So finding something that has a blend of those on top of some of your adaptogens like your Winthania um, or your ashwagandha. So those adaptogens can be really helpful just to support that stress and fatigue. Okay, Like I said, valerian is really nice for the nervous, nervous system. Skull cap, limb balm, camomile, they're all very soothing. Uh, and then even things like licorice, depending on what your cortisol levels are, but licorice can definitely help regulate things as well. So if this sounds like you and you're trying to find something with a blend, it is hard to find a good quality supplement. One that I like is by Switch. So Switch has an adrenal tonic. So um, they're... Um, yeah, I recommend theirs, which is quite nice because it's got a nice blend of things. And they do have a good dose of the leucine in it, which is one of your nine essential amino acids, your L-glycine as well, which can definitely help you sleep. Because the thing is, you get so wired and your cortisol response gets thrown out during the day, which can definitely cause issues with that sleep okay so if you're not winding down at night and this is often when i add valerian in if you're not winding down at night then find something like adrenal switch that will essentially switch off your brain and help you to calm everything down so ashwagandha will help reduce stress levels magnesium can help you sleep as well but things like that glycine um, or those essential amino acids will help wind you down at night as well so Try Adrenal Switch if you are struggling to wind down or you just want to improve your quality of sleep or you do find that you're, what's the word, um, tired but wired, okay? Because I do see that in a lot of people. They get to the end of the day and you'll see this if you've done a saliva test or you've done your urine test on your adrenal glands, you might peak in the morning crash in the afternoon and then get a second wind at night so i do find it really important to make sure you have things or have um vitamins and minerals at night that are just going to help regulate that we call it the car response so cortisol adrenal rhythm regulate that so you peak nicely in the morning you dip over the day and you cruise into bed at night it's not a dysregulated pattern so I hope that was helpful for you guys. Obviously, diet is your number one. So making sure you're getting those vitamins, minerals, proteins, animal fats, complex carbs, a um, little bit of simple carbs for that thyroid function. And then on top of that, some quality magnesium bees, adrenal support, like your adrenal switch, which is just going to help calm that whole system. Okay. And then also your lifestyle things. So are you exercising? Are you meditating? Are you implementing creativity and play and fun things and dance and moving your hips and laughter and singing that are going to make you feel good. So what is your work-life balance? What is your life life balance? Okay. Are you seeing a counselor or therapist or someone if you do have bigger, deeper emotional issues, which are drivers of this imbalance in your system? So I hope that was helpful for you guys. 
we did cover a lot of different things there. So you may need to have a re-listen. Um, but just think about stress, what's driving it. Could it be impacting your symptoms? Could it be impacting your thyroid? And what are some strategies or some supplements you can implement to support your response, okay? Because remember, if you've got SIBO, if you've got gut issues, if you've got hormone issues, and stress is a root driver of that, we can deal with all the other stuff as much as we like, but we need to deal with that underlying cause, okay? So I will link in the show notes for you um, the Switch products, how you can get your hands on them, or you can apply SHEZ, so Shez at the checkout for a discount on them as well. Uh, yeah, I just find it really important to have that balance. Find a good supplement, find a good exercise routine, find people who support you, run some testing so you know whether your adrenals are burnt out or you're overstimulated so that you can treat it all properly. Please reach out if you have any questions. I love hearing from you guys. Jump in my free Facebook group, Gut Health Solutions, and holla in there if there's anything you want to know. Otherwise, DM me on Instagram. Please leave me a cheeky review. I love hearing from you, and I will chat to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.